0: What is up, everybody? Stacey Blackwood here with Jake Thomas for another edition of Tide Talk Live to preview the Alabama versus Vanderbilt matchup, the SEC opener for the Crimson Tide this upcoming weekend. Uh, Jake, uh, first of all, how you doing, buddy? You excited for some SEC football?
1: Man, I'm excited for it. You know, um, been been, been a fun couple of uh, weeks, a lot of upsets, man, and, you know, in the college football world right now thankfully alabama escaped their upset against Texas a few weeks ago but uh man I, i'm excited football's here uh and uh app state man i don't know what else to say about them i know we're we're going to preview man what them, a, what but, a cinderella
0: season <laughs> they're saying. having right now they it's are crazy it's crazy but uh, we're here to talk Alabama and Vanderbilt, right. not not other teams. But, uh, mm-hmm. but before we do that, as always, if you're not already, hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of the content here at Tide Talk Live. Make sure you give this video a thumbs up. And while you're at it, jump in the comments and uh, let us know your score prediction for this Alabama-Vanderbilt matchup to open up SEC play for the Crimson Tide. Uh, Jake, this is not really your average Vanderbilt team. I know the schedule has been semi week uh, but they're three and one to start the year. There's not many times you go to play Vanderbilt around this time of year, and they've already got three wins. So uh, this is a little bit different. But uh, just kind of your quick thoughts on this on this Vanderbilt matchup, what you see from this team, and uh, you know how Alabama matches up with those guys, and what you're kind of looking to to see from Alabama this weekend.
1: Uh, matchup wise, you know, of course Alabama, you know, matches up well. Vandy really don't against these. Alabama, you know, I know they're a- SEC opponents and, and SEC guys on the Vandy team, but I mean, Alabama's got you know 325 pound linemen, and, and and Vandy's probably biggest one is probably about you know 280 a- at best. So it, it's not don't know really play well in the trenches for for Vandy. Uh, they do have a lot of talent, uh, especially quarterback Rod, and then the new guy that came in this past week and looked really good. He threw for four touchdown passes, but You know, for, for Alabama's sake, I just want to see improvement, continue improvement, uh, offensive line continue getting better. Uh, you know, Bryson and his, uh, wide receivers continue getting a repertoire built with each other, improving, uh, the wide receivers, you know, getting their routes and getting open, you know, uh, Offensive of line blocking, you know, continue blocking good. Uh, running, running game, get going. You know, j- just the basic things that we haven't seen Alabama do yet, and I and I emphasize yet because I know eventually they're going to start running. They're going to start running over everybody. And it's just like we talked about on our and our review show. I mean, we feel like it's just that close. For, for breaking breaking out, and it could be that this week that that it, that happens.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is a good time of the year that you really need to start finding out who you are and building your team's identity. I know that starts the first game of the year, but right now, you know, the, the a quarter of the regular season is now complete. Yeah, you've, you've played three games. You're opening up SEC play. It's time to kind of figure out who you are and what kind of team you're going to be. And I'm with you, Jake. It's time to let that running game get established it's time to start seeing a little more eight to 10 play drives instead of three and four play drives. Uh, It's, it's time to, you know, let Jameer Gibbs, Jason McClellan eat, let them guys touch the ball as much as possible. Because like you also mentioned, Jake, those receivers are still young. They're not I mean, they're getting, you know, technically they're getting older by the day, but they're, you know, they're not gaining tremendous experience day in and day out. You know, that's experience is a, is a, you know, a year-by-year type thing. And uh, it's those guys still got a long way to go, uh, but I'm with you. They can eventually get there, but that's still going to be a couple weeks away. But now is the time to kind of make your identity as a physical football team. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the offensive line is starting to play more physical. I like what Darian Dalcourt is doing. I like what uh, Tyler Booker is doing when he comes in. Tyler Steen has been phenomenal at left tackle. JC Latham has been fantastic at right tackle. So uh getting a more physical rushing game going offensively uh to create more, you know, longer drives for the offense, I think is something that can be big for Alabama to start building on this week against Vanderbilt.
1: Absolutely. You know, I like we said the Russian attack is is going to get there. Uh, so far, you know, Gibbs, uh, Jameer Gibbs has been everything that we thought he's gonna be. He, he's a threat out of the backfield on, on the passing situations. He's a great check down for you know for uh Bryce. But the the key with with uh, Jameer Gibbs, he's got to get up and down. I mean, he he accelerated as quick as it comes. Jesse McClellan's a great accelerator, so get these guys going and then Build the offense around them and and I love Bryce, but Alabama in their past years have, have been a dominant Russian attack and been a bruiser, you know, with a ground game. Now, you know, I just feel like we've gotten away from that here in the last couple of years. I know we've had some great talent at quarterback, but we do we we do have some you know, some receivers that are not not there yet they're still young like we said it's time to go to the experienced guys more experienced guys and that's your running attack
0: yeah and we brought this up in our recap show of the of the ulm game jake where we're not even sure the coaching staff is real sure who they want to play at wide receiver just yet yeah right. i think they know they want to play trey sean and jermaine burton but outside of those two guys they want to play brooks some too but You know, do they want to play Bond? Do they want to play Prentice? Do they want to play Kendrick Law? What are they going to do when JoJo Earl comes back, when Tyler Harrell comes back? So they're really trying to figure out still who their options are going to be at wide receiver. So uh, that's really still a work in progress. But like you said, we know what we have in Jameer Gibbs what yeah. we have in, in Jace McClellan. Even Rodell Williams uh, and, and even Trey Sanders and, right. and Jamirian Miller, you know that you have talent in the backfield. So let's start building this team's identity around the proving guys like Jameer Gibbs and like Jace McClellan, and let those two you know, kind of be the bell cows of the offense. I know it's hard to take the ball out of Bryce Young's hand because he's just special. If he me is. and you were out there, he would somehow make us look like division one athletes. Because yeah. he's just he's just that special, Jake. But yeah. it's it's time to let the guys, like you said, with the experience mm-hmm. and with the playmaking ability of Gibbs and McClellan start to make more plays because Jace is a fantastic uh player out of the backfield as well. I mean, we saw that in the early portion of last season before he got injured, Jake. He he was really uh instrumental in the passing game early on last season and uh, you know, Gibbs right now, he's right around 150 yards uh rushing, 150 mm-hmm. yards receiving. So uh he is really that Swiss Army knife for this album of offense and and him and Jace need to touch the ball uh more than anybody else, in my opinion, on this offense. Uh you know, then you look at a guy like Cameron Latou at tight end, it's probably the third best option at the moment for Bryce Young.
1: Right. I agree hundred percent. And we haven't really touched the defense yet, you know. Um, but, but defensively, I, you know, we, we talked about in our, in our, uh, review show uh, a few days ago, we just, you know, the defense has done what the defense has done this year yeah. and, and, and they, they are, you know, I think they're giving up like nine and a half points per game. I think if you add the 16 that or the 19 that Texas put up, other than that, it might be less than that, you know, they are. Are doing exactly what I thought they would do this year. They're smothering the crap out of runs. You know, you're not going to run against them. Uh, we talked about we need to see improvement on the defensive line. You know, before the season started, we've seen that Justin Abouby seems like he's in the backfield a lot. Uh, uh, Jahim Otis has been in the backfield. Byron Young, DJ Dale, all these guys. In the defensive line is is dominating and keeping. You know, if they rush up the middle, they're not going to get. But if they get a yard, they get. You know, one or two yards or less. uh So they keep in they keep in the middle clogged up, and then linebacking core. I mean, my gosh, Jalen Moody and and toa has just been outstanding. They're probably the two best inside linebackers in in the in nation right now, in my honest opinion. You know, to be be honest about it.
0: Yeah, the defense is just full of, full mm-hmm. of studs, and they're playing really well right now. And I think. This is really an interesting matchup for, for Alabama's defense, not because Vanny's just, you know, littered with a ton of talent, Jake, but they're coming in with playing two quarterbacks who are kind of yeah. different. You know, A.J. Swan is more the prototypical dropback passer. Then you have Mike Wright, who's a really good passer, but he's also, you know, has the dual threat capabilities of beating your defense with his feet. So Alabama's got, you know – to scheme around a two quarterback system that has really been effective for Vanderbilt this season. And so uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see how Alabama does that uh, because it's not going to, that's not an easy preparation you're, when you're trying to prepare for two, you know, kind of different style players in one week. Uh, and they also got a, a receiver, uh, Shepard is his last name, who's one of the best, he's been one of the best receivers in the SEC this year. So uh, it'd be interesting how guys like and Arnold, uh, you know, Kool-Aid McKinstry, how they match up with him on the outside. Uh, Did they move him into the slot some to match up with Brian Branch? You know, so, so kind of what Vanderbilt does with Shepard is also going to be something to watch. Because like you said, you know Album's going to stuff the run, Jake. Right. I mean, I, I don't care who they play. It's going to be tough sledding against the run against Alabama. So uh, it, it's going to be more about what the defensive backs do in this game and what the linebackers do in controlling guys like Mike Wright uh, if, if he's in the game at quarterback and his ability to run the football
1: absolutely. And I know this is the Alabama versus Vandy preview, but that preview show for next week was going is gonna be great because, like you said, Alabama starts to run, and Arkansas runs the ball really well. So uh, you know that that would be for next week, but but for this week, like you said, it it's all that hinges on uh, the the defensive backfield. Uh, and, and they all play great, you know, the, so far this year. Helms has played great. Uh, Branch has played great. Battle, uh, even the two corners. I I am very impressed with Taron Arnold. He, you know, everybody thought that Rich was going to be that guy to come in and secure that second cornerback spot, but but Arnold has taken over. He's done a great job. So I'm. I'm very impressed with him. Of course, Kool Aid just does what Kool Aid does, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty happy with with the way the corners have played. Uh, Teron Arnold feels like he's starting to come into his own there, yeah. opposite of Kool Aid McKinstry. But I think this is going to be a battle that really goes on all season long. I think you're going to mm-hmm. see all four guys play a lot. Of course, Kyrie's yeah. kind of nicked up right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hurt his ankle. On Brian Branch's current return for a touchdown, so he might not play this week. Uh, but you know, Eli Ricks is going to play. You know, kool is going to play, and it's going to be hard to keep tearing on off the field as well. So I think all season long, you're going to see all four of those guys play. You know, through you know, in different times of the game. So and it's nice to have. We talked about that in the preseason, Jacob. How how valuable it, it would be for all of them to have four corners that are really, you know worthy of being starters
1: right exactly and alabama's got four that they can rely and go to eat each week and say i want you to win this game for us yeah yeah so well
0: yeah, I don't really want to waste too much time on the on this Vanderbilt matchup, Jake. Not that Vanderbilt's not going to, you know, bring bring their best against Alabama. It's not going to be just a complete pushover like it has in the past because they're playing so hard for for second year head coach Clark Leah. and they they believe in what they're doing at Vanderbilt. He's he's starting to change the culture there, much like uh, uh, what's Penn State's coach now.
1: Oh, James uh, Franklin.
0: James Franklin. I, I knew it was James. I was wanting to say James Robinson yeah. for some reason. James Franklin mm, yeah. did when he was there a few years ago. But, uh, yeah, I, I feel like they're starting in the, the head in the right direction. But uh, the, the the talent difference uh, is just yeah. too, too – the the gap is just too wide right now for the Commodores. But, uh, yeah. but with that, Jake, let's go ahead and just drop our score prediction. It's about a 40-point spread right now uh, as we record this. So what's your gut feeling on, this, on how the game is going to turn out and, and your score prediction? You know, if – if the Vandy team
1: shows up that played Hawaii, and I'm not comparing Alabama to Hawaii, but if that, at least if that Vandy team shows up, the first half could, could be, you know, they can make it close. I'm thinking like 21 at and a halftime. But eventually the depth's going to take over. If they show up the week after and, and the one that, that let Elon just pass all over the place and run all over them, it could get ugly and ugly in a hurry. Uh, I think Alabama probably wins this like 58 to 17 58 you know 58 20 did they cover the spread it, it might be close if they get a 60 burger they probably will but like you said Clark Clark Lee has done a great job and, and I know he did make the comment that Vandy is going to be the best SEC school in the SC, you know in, in the nation one of these I, he didn't say one of these days but that's what we Knew what he's talking about. He's well on his way there. I'm not going to say they're going to be to win the East this year. Like you said, the culture is changing, and this is a different bandy team from your past. So I, if Alabama can get the sixty burger, they probably cover. I'm saying fifty-eight to seventeen final.
0: Yeah, I don't. I feel like this is going to be a little bit of a weird game. Uh, not that it's going to be real close, but I, I don't think you're going to get uh, a, just a huge blowout win from Alabama. More more so because. I think Alabama's going to shorten the game with their running game, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Alabama's the, the game's not going to be, you know, a real long contest because of big plays. I think Alabama does. I don't think they cover the spread because I just think forty points in a conference game, uh, it's a lot of points. Cool. I think Alabama. I think I think it'll be close to that. I think I'm to win this game about forty-eight to ten, and they're really in control the entire time. And and they just I feel like this is the game where the rushing attack really starts to to pay off for Alabama, and you start to see a a, a more physical style from this Alabama football team.
1: I agree. Yeah, I, I think the rushing attack is going to have a big week. Uh, this week, uh, I, I expect Gibbs, Jace, and Rodell get all their touches that, that they need. Yeah.
0: All right. That's going to wrap this video up. Uh, if you're not already, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and give this video a thumbs up. And like we said, jump in the comments and drop your score predictions for this weekend's matchup with the Vanderbilt Commodores. Jake has, has something else to add. I go and add just one more thing, and this is completely off topic, but it needs to be said
1: congratulations to to coach clark and alabama soccer the women's soccer team they are absolutely killing right now and, and they need some they need some love right now so girls keep continue doing what you're doing you're doing a great job coach coach clark is a great coach he's done wonders there at alabama so keep keep it going girls you're, you're doing a great job
0: absolutely good. props to those those ladies they're doing fantastic excited to see them continue to to dominate uh, on the soccer field. But that's going to wrap it up. Like we said, jump in the comments, drop your score predictions. We can't wait to see what those are for this SEC opener for the Alabama Crimson Tide. But for Stacy Blackwood and Jake Thomas, this has been another episode of Tide Talk Live. And until next time, roll Tide.
1: Roll Tide. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.